The following program contains adult situations, gratuitous profanity, casual violence, and politically incorrect violations. Listener discretion is advised. Biatches to my latest show here. I appreciate you guys hanging in there with me. Those of you who just now hear me for the first time, you're in for a treat. You're going to laugh your ass off when you hear some of these stories I got to tell you. First thing I want to talk about is fucking parenting failure, right? Y'all have heard about them. There's two new parenting failures that came up this week. Like this one, for example. Nine-year-old girl tossed in the air by charging bison at Yellowstone. Now, first thing you think of is, why is a nine-year-old girl fucking with a bison in Yellowstone? Where are her parents? Did she steal away from them? Is she errant? Nope. Her moms and pops brought her right out there. Why? Because they're jackasses, that's why. They don't have any sense at all when it comes to their children to expose them to these wild creatures like that. Fuck's wrong with them bringing a nine-year-old out there that close to a 4,000-pound beast. Says here, panic screams pierce the air at Yellowstone National Park as visitors scattered in every direction. (laughs) You know, I've heard a lot of different types of screams. The panic ones... That's bone chilling. You hear panic screams, man. You uh, you know something's gone horribly wrong when you hear panic screams. Says here a large bison that was meandering around a grassy hillside changed course and headed straight for the nine-year-old girl. Now nah, he wasn't meandering. He was setting that ass up. <laughs> That's what he was doing. That buffalo was just waiting for somebody to get close enough. So he can gore the shit out of him. He wasn't discriminating either. Oh, that's a little girl. I'm not going to touch that innocent little child. I'm after the parents. Nope. He don't give a fuck. It can be a three-year-old. He wouldn't care. He's pissed off. He's living in Yellowstone. Ain't too many of his kind left. They've all been hunted to damn near extinction. His ancestors are like on a hanging up on walls and people's wood cabin and shit, skin being used for accessories. Yeah, he's pretty pissed. He's a woke buffalo. He knows the history. He knows how it all went down, and he's fucking pissed. He's a sneaky little bastard. Fucking 4,000-pound creature just meandering on the side of a hill, pretending to nibble on some grass. Now, why... Would he nibble on grass close to human beings? If not, to just lure your stupid ass in there to get closer to him. That's exactly what happened. (laughs) Says their onlookers gasped and screamed at the powerful animal reached the child who was trying in vain to outrun it. (laughs) 
nine-year-old girl trying to outrun a 4,000-pound beast that runs on four legs. I guess they figured, hey, you know, he's pretty slow. He's only 4,000 pounds. It's, it's safe. No, dude. The fucking creatures can run like 30 miles an hour, man. Don't you watch nature shows at all? Just because they're 4,000 pounds don't mean they can't run out of there. Doesn't mean they put that shit in gear, burst out of there like a bat out of hell. Just because they're 4,000 pounds doesn't mean they can't do that. They can do that, dude. They'll sprint their big asses off. But these parents of this little nine-year-old girl were too stupid to tell her that. They were too stupid to keep their nine-year-old girl safe distance from this buffalo. Now, was this a an Asian family? An Indian family? A black family that did this? Nah. You know the deal. This was white people doing this. What is it with white people and wild animals? You think they're your fucking friends. If anything, every wild animal wants to kill you. Because they know what you've done. They've seen how you fucked the world up. They can't even drink clean water out of the streams anymore because of you. All of them are fucking pissed. They're just waiting for the opportunity to get their revenge out on you. They thought it was meandering on the hillside of the grass there. Just going about his day eating snacks on the ground and shit. Nope. That's what they wanted you to think. It was goading you in to get closer. And these jackasses brought their poor little nine-year-old girl out there. They didn't even have the sense to say, you know what? Maybe we ought to get about 40 or 50 yards away from this thing in case it goes ape shit. You know, get a head start. I was watching some uh, documentary last night, and yeah, these big fuckers can run pretty fast. So I think we better stay a good distance. Nah, nah, they didn't do that. They wanted to take selfies with the damn thing. They thought if they made eye contact, they'd have some kind of a understanding. Hey, it just winked at me. I guess we're cool, right? Let me break out the old selfie stick. Now you stand over there while I get the selfie stick. And I'm going to put my cheek right next to its horns. And we're both going to look at the camera like we're old buddies. Yeah, go ahead, dude. You go ahead and do that. You gore the shit out of you. You be eating fucking horn sandwiches. <laughs> they had to surgically remove one of his hooves out of your ass because you thought he was friendly. Bad enough you do something like that. But you expose your little girl to that shit? Really? She doesn't know anything. She's fucking nine years old. She's expecting you to exercise judgment. Good judgment. I mean, that's what mom and dads do, right? That's kind of like in the rule book. Hey, mom, dad, is this safe? Nah, it's not safe. You better get away from there. But not this mom and dad. Oh, look at our little girl getting along with nature. She's the regular Dr. Doolittle she is. Really? Says here, a large bison that was meandering on the hillside changed course and headed straight for the little girl. Onlookers gasped and screamed as the powerful animal reached the child who was trying in vain to outrun it because she thought she could outrun a 4,000-pound beast, a wild animal that can run up to 30 miles an hour. 
she thought she can just do a Usain boat on this thing and get the fuck out of there. I seen the video, folks. She tried cutting to the left and to the right. She thought she could lose him. Nope. That thing headed for her like a fucking freight train. Next thing you know, the little girl was doing more flips than Nadia Kamenichi on bath salt. Wow. Parenting failure. And guess what the parents were doing when all this was going on, right? What were they doing? Did they run up to the buffalo and try to scare them off or create a diversion, get some sticks or rocks and try to get the buffalo to come after them? Nah. When the buffalo started running towards them, <laughs> it was like every man for himself. <laughs> fuck that little girl. Yeah, I know that's our daughter. We got to get the fuck out of here. Wow. They left that girl by herself to deal with a 4,000 pound animal. And now the girl's doing more flips than a frozen hamburger. Really? Didn't even try to scare the buffalo or yell at it to get his attention away from your precious nine-year-old girl? Couldn't do that, huh? The fuck's wrong with you guys? Why do white people think creatures are their buddies? These animals are trying to kill everybody. They're pissed off. They're pissed off because they don't have opposable thumbs and, uh, are able to create machines that can leave the planet. They're pissed off that they're stuck here. And the most that they can do is just reproduce and eat. And that's about it. But human beings, we can build vehicles that can take us for hundreds of thousands of miles. We can control our environment. These animals are sitting out there just freezing their ass off in the snow. Sweating their ass off in the summer. Pissed as fuck because they don't have shelter when it rains. And here we come with our superior intellect and knowledge. And we're fucking with these animals. When I say we, I don't mean black folks. We got more sense than that. Come on. Black people don't do shit like that. Extremely rare you see a black man or black woman and is confronted by a wild animal. Very, very seldom you see some shit like that. It's almost like a lightning strike. It's almost like watching a lightning strike. When's the last time you see a lightning bolt touch the ground? It's rarer than that you see black people fucking around with wild animals. That's not how we roll. We'll eat their asses alone like you're supposed to. We know they're not our buddy. We know where they live so we don't go there. We're not getting bit by sharks. We know where the sharks live. We go to the beach like everybody else. We're just not going out there like 80 yards out of shore. We're not doing that. Why the fuck would you go swim 80 and 100 yards away from shore? What are you trying to prove? You can outswim a riptide or something? You figure you can outswim a shark? What if you get in trouble? You're 80 yards away. You're in water that's probably about four or 500 feet deep, 80 yards away. Why the fuck would you go that far out there? That's where the sharks live. And the sharks are pissed off too because the earth's getting warmer. Now the waters are warmer. They, they're looking for somebody to take, out, take it out on. But this poor nine-year-old girl shouldn't have to suffer that. It wasn't her fault that she had jackasses for parents. They didn't have the sense to keep her safe. And even when the buffalo charged, they ran the other way like jackasses. Really? But they see a black guy in a grocery store 
in the aisle walking towards their daughter. Oh yeah, they 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 got razor sharp eyes there, right? They're walking up to their daughter then. They're moving towards him. But a four thousand pound beast, yeah, she can outrun him. Yeah. Not. Damn girl almost died out there. She could have got a fucking neck broken out there with that beast. He could have trampled on her. Four thousand pounds on a nine year old body. How long you think she'll last? She wouldn't make it. One stump, one hoof, and that's it. Lights out. Then they've been sitting up there in court, crying and weeping and shit, hoping they don't go to jail, asking for mercy. Nah, you don't need mercy. You need to be locked up. CPS should take her child away from them. You know, just for a few months. Give them time to simmer. Let that shit sink in of how fucking stupid they were. They almost got their child killed by a fucking wild animal. Yeah, take them away for a few months. Let them think about it. Then gradually reintroduce her back. Visit the parents weekly while they're separated. Ask them a few strategic questions. You guys good now? You know you know where you fucked up? Were you able to find some fucking sense since you've been separated from your child? Where did you go wrong? Tell me. Why did you go wrong? What are you going to do next time? Is there going to be a next time? What's your views on wild animals now? Are they your fucking friends now? Do you think wild animals just want to hang out with you? No? Okay, then. I think we can bring your little girl back to you. I think you learned your lesson. God, that's stupid. I just can't think of doing anything like that with my children. My sons are in their 20s and I wouldn't bring them out there. They're grown men. Strong. They eat a lot of food when they grew up. So they're big and strong dudes. I'm not a weakling my damn self. I'm not going out there with no fucking wild animals. That's their domain. Why the fuck would I go out there? I don't even go camping. My children don't know what that shit is. I've never taken them camping. People say, why? I say, that's where the fucking wild animals live. Why would I take my children out there where the animals live? That's their territory. You think I'm going to have animals, wild animals coming up in my house? Fucking black bear just stroll in my living room and I give him a beer and we sit and watch the game? Nah. I'm going to go in my room and get the goddamn it and shoot him between the eyes. That's what I'm going to do. He stroll up in my house. This is my domain here, dude. This might have used to be your neighborhood before they built this house. But uh, you lost out, dude. I'm here now. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to have no wild animal walking up in my house. We're not going to be fucking buddies. It's on. And, it's, and I expect them to treat me the same way when I walk in their territory. I'm not going to go up there in the bushes, waving at animals and shit, taking pictures of them. What the fuck I want to do that for? If I want to see animals, I look at them on TV. I don't need to see them in person, especially the dangerous ones. I'm not going to no fucking zoo either. Them animals are so fucking depressed sitting up there in the zoo. Ain't got shit to do. They're bored out of their gourd. They're just gazing upon these human beings that are looking at them. They're like, man, if I can just get one of them. Why do you think when somebody falls into the pit or they get into the pit, the animal tries to kill your ass? It doesn't matter what the animal is. It's just waiting. It doesn't matter who the person is. You step one foot in that pit where they are. 
and they're going to maul the shit out of you. Why? Because they're fucking pissed off. That's why. They got nothing better to do. They wish you would fall in there. Why would I want to go see some angry-ass animals behind a cement barricade laying around, shitting on themselves, just pissed off and fuming, waiting for me to come in there, just daring? I don't want to see that. I want to see real animals in their own habitat. I watch them nature shows. They got professionals who go out there with equipment to record their lifestyle. Those people are professionals. They got cameras that can observe animals from a fucking mile away. Because those professionals know that those animals will kill them if they get too close. And I respect that. That's a profession. I'm cool with that. So I see them on TV. I watch a shitload of nature shows. I know a lot about animals. You'll be surprised. But my basic instinct, before even seeing a TV show or a documentary, my instinct said, yeah, you don't want to go fucking with animals, especially the wild ones. So, hopefully, this will be a lesson to at least some people. I know you're going to have some people out there who don't give a fuck. They're still going to go out there, fuck with these damn animals. White people and wild animals. I don't get it. Why you think that shit is cool? I just can't comprehend. You're fucking terrified and screaming at the top of your lungs and walk on the other side of the street when you see a black dude coming your way. For a 4,000 pound bison? Nah, you're cool with that, right? You're going to take selfies with that thing. Yeah. That little nine-year-old girl. She's not going to look at animals the same way again. Every time she looks at anything that walks on all fours, she's going to get flashback of doing fucking gainers in the air because her parents were too stupid to keep her away. Nah, not going to fuck with animals. Leave them creatures alone, folks. All right, let me get to this other parenting failure. I'm sure you guys seen this recently. Toddler is injured after getting stuck on an airport baggage conveyor belt. Really now? Small boy was injured after crawling onto the luggage conveyor belt at Hartford-Jackson Atlanta International Airport on Monday, Hartsfield-Jackson. Investigators say Toddler was on the conveyor belt for five minutes before being discovered by airport security. Pretty shitty security they got out there. I could have been Bin Laden on that fucking conveyor belt planting bombs and shit. They wouldn't have seen him for five minutes. What were they doing? Trading donut recipes? And where's that fucking mother of the toddler? Why isn't she not keeping an eye on her child? I understand she's busy. She's filling out paperwork, doing shit. You mean to tell me she can't hold the child with one hand and fill the paper out with the next? Even when I was by myself with my children and I had to multitask, I switched tasks three to five second intervals. I look at what I'm doing for about three to five seconds, and I look to see if my son's still there. Good. Go back to what I was doing for another three to five seconds, then I look to see if he's still there. That's how I do this shit. I multitask. I didn't get absorbed with foot filling out paperwork or get distracted for more than three to five seconds. If my children disappeared, you know, it happened once. I had a uh, my older son disappeared on me. Couldn't find him in a clothing store. Turns out he was hiding in some clothes on the rack. Taught me a lesson. 
That's why I got the three to five second rule. After I had that shit happen to me, that was it. That was it. And this chick here, that boy was on a conveyor belt for five fucking minutes. What was she doing for five minutes? He's on a conveyor belt pretending to be an Amazon package just going throughout the whole building. I've seen the video. It was kind of frightening for that little kid. Kind of frightening, kind of terrifying. Because you don't know what's on that conveyor belt. You don't know what machine he's going to wind up in. You know, I've seen enough cartoons where they have like, you know, knives on the other end of the machine that's chopping shit up. Or a big grinder that turns, you know, huge slabs of beef into burger. You know, just silly shit like that. It all comes back to you. But still, I know that wasn't, you know, on there, but it's in the back of your mind. You watch enough violent cartoons, shit surfaces up on you, and you think about it. It's irrational, but you still think about it. That boy going to turn into a whopper or what? Where's fucking security? And you can tell the boy was trying to get off the conveyor belt, but his little legs just couldn't do it, man. Plus, he was kind of like high off the ground, so I guess he had like a little fear of heights. The belt was like about a good three or four feet off the ground. So I guess he, you know, to a toddler, that's look like 15, 20 feet to a toddler. So he's like on a conveyor belt trying to run the opposite direction, crawl the opposite direction. He's not making any progress. He's fucking terrified, folks. And where's the mother? Where's the security? Camera's catching the whole thing. That's one thing. Lisa had eyes on him. They finally found him. Took him off the conveyor belt. Took him to his uh, mom's. I couldn't have been security, man. I brought that child back there. I've been looking at her with disgust. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, lady? Your child probably could have got seriously maimed here. Seriously hurt. And then you're going to want to sue us. Because you're negligent. But no, no, you want to sue the airline in the airport. For pain and suffering because of your stupidity. That's one of the biggest problems in this country. People want to fucking sue too much. People want free money. They don't want to fucking work for it. I understand it. I like free money too. I have a reoccurring daydream that I'm just walking in some neighborhood. And I look down an alley and see a duffel bag. And curiosity just eggs me on to look inside the duffel bag. And it's stuffed with cash. I look around, I put a duffel bag on my shoulder, and I take it to my car, put it in the trunk, and drive away. I count the money late at night with all the lights off in the house except where I'm at. I don't even try to deposit the money. I just live off the money on a day-to-day basis, buy shit on cash, make sure I don't go over $9,900. You know the $10,000 rule where the IRS knows you got money, you know. I'm pretty cool, dude. I'm reasonable. I'm not saying I'm a, a clergyman. I'm going to turn the money in. Fuck, I do that for. I need money, too. I like free money. However, I do have limits. I've been hit before in accidents. I get out, I look, and uh, I'm not hurt. I just got a little bump, you know. Car hit me maybe five to eight miles per hour. I get out, I look at this. The, uh, the bumper to see what the damage is. I exchange insurance information. And it's just a bumper. I'll get that replaced. 
just as long as your insurance pays for it, I don't care. That's how that's how I handle it. That happened to me. I told a coworker about that one time. He's like, "Man, you could have got fifteen thousand dollars out of that man." I'm like, the fuck, I want to do that for. It's free money, man. Really, free money? What kind of a scumbag do you think I am? Because that's what scumbags do: fake their injury, pretend they're hurt, find some shitty quack doctor to write prescriptions and. Write all kind of dumb shit on their paperwork. Walk around with a neck brace and nothing wrong with your neck. Your shit's just perfectly fine. But as soon as you're about to walk out the door, you walk around in a neck brace and a cane. When you're inside, you're fucking doing trampoline flips and shit. You're playing basketball in your backyard, slamming. As soon as you walk out the front door, you have a cane and a neck brace. Just in case somebody's investigating you following you around. You gotta be a fucking scumbag to do that. And believe me, I've had plenty of opportunities to sue people. Yeah, plenty of opportunities. I remember one time years ago, took my family down to Florida, went to uh, the mall there, Broward Mall in South Florida. There's a Sears department store inside of Broward Mall. I told my wife and my children, hey, I'll catch up with you. I'm going in this uh, Sears here. I'm looking for a uh, baseball cap, particular kind of hat. You know, I like hats. They said, okay, we'll meet you up later. I walk into the store. Now, granted, I'm a black guy. There's an unwritten rule for black people in this country. Black men and women, they know this rule. And the rule is, no matter how honest you are, you're going to be watched. People are fucking watching you because they think you're a thief. Sorry, that's just the way it is. I don't like it. I've had to tell my sons that, but it's true. They keep an eye on you. You're a black dude. So I go in there with that knowledge. I'm looking around, looking at some hats. I find a department. I'm putting hats on, looking in the mirror, doing my little profile. I'm doing this shit for like 20 minutes, right, because I'm picky. I find a hat that I like, because I must have tried on like 30 of them, found this baseball cap I like, put the rest back on the shelf, I walk up to the register, I pay for the hat, after I paid for the hat, she asked me if I want the receipt, I said, you know what, Goddamn right I want the receipt, don't bother to put it in the bag, I'm going to put it on and wear it in the mall, matter of fact, why don't you go ahead and cut the tag off right now. It's not going to go ahead and put it on. I meet my meet up with my family in the mall. Cashier was nice about it. She said, sure. She cut the tag off. She gave me the receipt. I put it in my pocket. I put the hat on. I started to walk into the mall. I'm about, I don't know, 15 yards away from entering the main part of the mall from Sears. Guess who comes running out of the woodwork? Brad and Chad. <laughs> they had on plain clothes. They tried to lower their voice when they were talking to me. Excuse me, sir. You have a receipt? Of course, I was pissed off, but I said, oh, you know what? Fine, I'll just show them the receipt and I'll be on my way. But people are now watching. They're walking real slow, looking at this commotion. Why are these two white guys talking to this black guy like that? Why they're asking for a receipt? What did that black guy steal? You know, that's what's in their mind, I know. Shit's embarrassing. 
I showed him the receipt, right? Brad says to Chad, look at the date on it. I'm like, really? Really? He wasn't even discreet about that shit. He said it out loud. Look at the date on there. That's what set me off. I said, why the fuck would you have to look at the date? I work just like you do. He looked at the date, gave the receipt back to me. Sorry, sir. And he then walked off. I was like, fuck you. I walked back to the cashier. I told the cashier, I said, hey, I want you to call the manager. Tell him to come up here. We're going to have a little meeting, the manager and I, about this bullshit that I just went through. And I made sure that I was talking loud enough to where other people can hear three and four registers away. I wasn't using any profanity, but I was pissed. So she calls the manager on the microphone. Assistant manager shows up because the manager's off that day or something. I don't know. And I explained to her in no uncertain terms, as intelligently as I can, how fucking furious I was and embarrassed I was by these two clowns. And she's going to have the nerd to ask me, well, did, did, did you see their names? Do you know their names? How the fuck I know their names? They're plain clothes. They're not walking around with tags saying what their names are. There's no identification on them. In retrospect, I probably should have asked for identification. That way I can know exactly what their names were. But I was so fucking pissed off, it didn't occur to me at the time. So she said, you wait right here. I'm going to uh, make some inquiries. So I waited. She came back about 10 minutes later and she apologized profusely. I said, I don't know why the hell they stopped me. I knew you had cameras on me when I was trying on the hats. What the fuck happened to the cameras when I went to the cash register? Did the shit malfunction? Was there a glitch? Did go out of focus when you see me pay for it? You couldn't exactly see me pay and bring out my credit card and pay for the little $15 hat? I'm going to steal a fucking $15 hat in broad daylight. I'm going to walk to the register and steal a $15 hat. Really? I'm that hard up that I got to steal a fucking $15 hat. It wasn't even a, a, a name brand hat. It, it didn't even have a logo of a, a professional sports team on it. It was just a plain hat. And these guys are sweating me over a fucking $15 hat for no reason. I know the cameras were on me when I was trying them on. What happened to the cameras when I was at the register? They don't go that far? You guys couldn't squeeze that in the budget to have cameras up front near the register? I could have sued the shit out of them. Thinking about it, you know, in retrospect, I should have. I would have been in my rights to do it. That's not a douchebag move. That's not a scumbag move on my behalf if I sued them for that shit. I should have, I should have sued them. Statue of limitations gone now. Lesson learned. I'm waiting for some shit like that to happen to me again. I told my sons what to do in case something like that happens again. The racist lottery, that's what I like to call it. Let somebody do some dumb shit, accuse you of some stupid shit that you know you didn't do. You might just be able to hit the racist lottery. Sue the shit out of them. Get a written apology. That's what I should have done. I should have got a written apology. I should have sued the shit out of them. And I should have got a public apology because the public was looking at my ass when these two idiots were questioning me. I should have gotten all of that. But you know what? 
I figured, you know, they gave me my money back. Asked me if I want to keep the hat, I can keep it. I said, fuck no, I don't want your damn hat. I threw it back on the cash register um, counter there. I was I was furious, but I was a little younger back then. I wasn't in the habit, and still not really in the habit of just suing people arbitrarily. But that's a good reason to sue somebody right there. I should have done it. I should have sued the piss out of them. I should have sued them so much Sears would have to rename that shit. Sears and Calempe Incorporated. I would have been half owner of that shit by now. But nah, Sears is a, a sinking ship anyway. That's happened to, uh, to my children as well. I'll tell you about that some other time. You know, but back to what I was saying earlier. This poor little boy on a conveyor belt. No parents around there. Or mom's not paying attention. Security's not paying attention. This boy is like a miniature Indiana Jones trying to get out of this fucking conveyor belt because he don't know what the hell is at the other end of it. He's probably watched a lot of cartoons just like me and this shit doesn't end well. He's probably thinking there's like a big metallic pit back there where he's grinding up into a sandwich and he's trying to get away from that. If he's watching the same cartoons I'm watching, yeah, that crossed his mind. He's like, damn, this isn't a good idea at all. Nobody's watching me. I got my little 15-inch legs moving as fast as they can to get off this fucking conveyor belt, but I can't seem to outrun it. Finally, somebody did grab him and take him off the conveyor belt. Here's his mom's coming over there, grabbing and hugging. Oh, now you're grabbing and hugging him. Now you're concerned. Now you're afraid. You're afraid your ass might go to jail. That's probably what it is. Parenting failure. I'm not saying I was a perfect guy when it came to raising my children. I made some mistakes with them. A human being, for Christ's sake, we all make mistakes with our children. But come on. On a conveyor belt? Or out there in the wilderness fucking with some 4,000-pound beast? Nah, I'm not going to make those kind of mistakes. I've done other dumb shit, but nah, I'm not going to do that. Uh-uh. Nope. Leaving your child locked up in the backseat, and you forget your child is there, and you go to work all day? I, I, I just can't wrap my head on that shit. What the fuck is that? How do you forget that your seed is sitting in the back seat? Your child that you nursed in uh, good health when he was sick, wash, change diapers, feed, teach, instruct, your hopes and dreams for the future, all tied up in that child, but yet you're too fucking busy. You forget the child's in the back seat. Now your child is cooking back there like a fucking microwave hot dog because you forgot that your child is in the back seat. I don't know, man. I think people should have license to be parents before they can get pregnant. You know, they should make some kind of stuff to where, you know, they give you some kind of a drug when you're a teenager to keep you infertile. When you've demonstrated and got a license that you're a responsible human being, then they'll give you like the antidote to that drug so that you can have children. That'd be a great idea. I'm not saying I would pass the test and they'll let me have them. (laughs) Some of the crazy shit I've done as a youngster. I think eventually I would have earned a license to do it. Certainly not in my 20s. But uh, that's what they need to do. They need to create some kind of drug to make that shit happen. That way, we can have responsible people 
who are certified have children. You can't right now. It, it, it's just nature now. It's just a flip of a fucking coin. Anybody can have a child. All you got to do is go through the motions. Nobody's asking each other qualifications or background checks. Hey, you look good. Yeah, you look good too. You know, there's a stairwell back there where hardly any people comes by there. How about uh, you and I, uh, you know, we get right to it. Why would you bring a child in the world under those circumstances? <laughs> Backseat of a car. Stairwell. You think those are going to be parents of the year? Nah. Nah, they should make some kind of a uh, some kind of a drug to make us fertile. Get that shit to us when we're teenagers. A couple of doses. That'll last about 15, 20 years. You have to come back every 15, 20 years. Mandatory. Or they have like, you know, birth detectives come looking for you. Hunt your ass down. It'd be a bounty out on you. Make sure you get that shot. If you're a fucking loser, they're not going to give you the antidote. I think we'll, uh, I think we'll have a much better society if we can exercise those kind of controls. I know ACLU and a bunch of other bleeding hearts out there. Well, you can't control what people do with their bodies. Ah. Well, we should be able to, but unfortunately we can't. Maybe if we could, we can stop people from putting their nine-year-old child in danger against a 4,000-pound beast or a little two- or three-year-old toddler on a conveyor belt or leaving your child in the back seat. You can't remember to pay your phone bill. You probably won't remember your child in the back seat. When you show responsibility and you're consistent, okay, we'll give you the remedy. Have as many children as you want. Actually, you can just have one. Then we'll give you the other toxin again to make sure you can't get pregnant. And just see how you roll with that one. After about five or six years, that one's coming out pretty decent. Some morals and values and standards. They're like, okay, let's go ahead and give them the permanent cure. They can have as many children as they want. It look like they're committed. They look like decent folks. Let them go ahead and have it. But if you're a fucking thug... Or you like twerking in front of the bathroom mirror with your cell phone out? Nah, you're not ready to have children. If you're jumping out of one bed into another, nah, you're not ready. Nope. How old are you? 38? You still fucking around out there in the clubs? Nope. We're not going to give you the cure at all. Try us again when you're like 60. Maybe we'll think about giving you the antidote. Then you can have children. And then when your children ask you, why the fuck you waited till you were 60 to have us, tell them because I was stupid. Because if I brought you out when I was in my 20s, you guys would be in jail right now. That's why. That would be a great policy to run on in the presidential election. But, you know, too many people will be like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're violating your rights. These are human beings we're talking about. You can't have that kind of control. I don't know if I was king. I think I would do that. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for me today. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to my email at the two wild political podcast at gmail.com. That's the, the number two wild podcast at gmail.com. Peace. <laughs>